God damn it, really? Hey, everybody, welcome to I'm Okay, You're Okay. I'm not okay. You're not okay. With me, Bob Schneider, and your other host, Clint Wells. You're welcome. Dude, the future's so bright, I thought for a minute that I was actually losing my sight. And then I was like, well, what can I do so I don't lose my sight? Because it's so blindingly bright the future the future is so bright that you have to keep your eyes closed so tight dude no i had my eyes shut tight and the light was still as bright as an incandescent bulb the future is so bright you better have some spf 100 to rub on your skin because you will get burned dude the future was so bright i had my eyes tightly shut as tight as they can be shut i mean i was squeezing them tight then i had taken peanut butter creamy jiff peanut butter and slathered it all over my closed tight eyes and guess what the future still looked like to me as bright as a you know, like a small LED light. Dude, the future is so bright. I dug a hole in my backyard for 27 days straight. As far mm-hmm. as it would go, I, I, I found water. I found a million worms. And when yeah. I got down there, I told my wife, cover the hole back up. Just shovel the, the all the dirt right. back in. And she said, you'll, and the sure, worms too, and she said right? surely you'll die. And the worms, of course, well, I got to eat something. And she said, surely you'll die. And I said, just do it. The future's so bright. And I got down there and, find, and I just heard, Right. Until all the dirt was packed in and all my oxygen was slowly depleting. And even then, the light crept in. The future. Of the light of the future. Well, this is what I found out after I'd slathered all that peanut butter, which, by the way, it's hard to get out of your eyes, mm-hmm. eye area. Mm-hmm. Um, turns out the future is just an idea. It's not actually like the sunlight. There's sunlight there was no sun like i was shutting my eyes and covering them with peanut butter thinking i was looking at the sun but i was looking at the future which was an idea so really what i had to do was i had to actually go i had to dig into my ear with a spoon which was uncomfortable let me say that let me start by saying this that shit was uncomfortable. Surprised to hear that, but I I understand. So I'm digging in there and, t- and blood, of course. There's lots of blood. Yeah. But I'm getting. I finally got to where the brain part of my brain was, and once I got in there, I just started scooping out bits. You know, like as much as I could with a spoon. It was a tea. It wasn't a tablespoon. It's a teaspoon. So I'm just scooping out brains, 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 and finally I got to the idea of the future, which is like in the middle of your brain. And once I scooped that out, guess what? Dude, it was black, it was black as fuck. It, it went from like blindingly, like blindingly, like a white blinding light to just darkness, like absolute darkness. And couldn't hear at all out of that ear. I'd lost my hearing. It's like being in one of those sensory deprivation tanks. <laughs> it's just nothing. I mean, I couldn't see my, I'd lost the ability to see. Most of my ability to reason was gone. I still had like enough to where I could put food in my mouth. Like one of my hands still worked enough to where I could just like whatever I could reach with my hand using just the sense of touch. I would touch something and I was like, is that food? Like part of me like instinctually knew if it was food or if it was a dangerous object. And if it was any kind of a food object, I would just put it in my mouth. So I was able to continue to nourish myself and uh, that was 
that was earlier today and now i'm still having a lot of hard times because of it what's that how about the scene in the movie hannibal at the end where hannibal lecter is feeding that cop his, his own, own brain brain and that cop is Ray Liotta, who Ray now Liotta. he's all like fucking, Chantix. Dude, Chantix. <laughs> I'm Ray Liotta. No, and, you know what's uh, funny? He doesn't I, say Ray Liotta. He goes, hi, I'm it's Ray. me, Ray. <laughs> I'm Ray. You know, America's America's favorite, Ray. Amer- you know Amer- me. America's worst aging actor. Uh, and uh, I'm here for Chantix. You know, it's Ray. You can trust me. I'm Ray. I'm Ray, the guy from Goodfellas who lied to everybody. I may have stabbed the guy in the neck with a shiv a couple of times, but it's me, Ray. That was a movie. I'm a fucking straight up. I played a rat. I played a rat in a mafia movie, but now I'm fucking husking, shilling fucking Chantix to you motherfuckers. I remember seeing Hannibal in the theater. And here's what I remember the most about that scene. That scene has always scared the fucking shit out of me. Yeah, it's, it's really it's, creepy in the book. It's truly too. creepy. Truly creepy. But check this out. In the theater, packed theater, because Hannibal was a big movie. Ridley Scott directed it and had Gary Oldman and, of course, Anthony Hopkins, blah, blah, blah. Julianne Moore trying to pull off Clarice didn't work, but that's a flaw in the movie I can overlook. But when that scene happened, the whole theater, Bob, erupted in laughter. Because it's know, funny. And I know... It is kind of funny, and people because it tend looks, to laugh. It when, looked funny. It did look. I don't. Maybe that. I don't know. I, I just remember feeling very like I'm in a room with like a hundred people, and I felt like my reaction to it was very different than the hundred people around me, and that was a scary feeling. Have you ever seen that movie, Man Bites Dog? Yes, I have. Unfortunately, I, I went and saw that in the theater. <clears throat> I bet people laughed and through that though. I don't remember if they laughed or not, but I because it's kind of like a farce. It's like a. It's like a faux documentary style right it's one of those movies that the the acting the the lead actor is so good that you just kind of after a while you start to believe that maybe this is a real documentary like maybe right. maybe these guys you know because it's european it's maybe they actually followed around a real serial killer and maybe this shit actually happened that's how realistic it was now once they started showing the camera crew you started, it was like, oh, well, the camera crew guys seem to be acting, so maybe this isn't real. But at the end of the day, it's a lot of rape and murder, and yeah. and it's very convincingly portrayed. And I was just unnerved by the whole thing. I thought, I just felt horrible. Like, watching, at, at the end of it, I just felt horrible. And then I yeah. read the review about it, and they were like, oh, this is scathingly hilarious. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you talking about? There was nothing funny about that movie. It was so dark and awful. I, I just remember there's one really jarring scene. I remember really not really liking it. Um, it's well, there's that scene bleak. where they rape that woman in front of the husband and they kill both her and the husband. It's yeah. The, terrible. The scene, but what I'm thinking about isn't when they're doing shit. It's like the next day. <clears throat> it's just a really quick shot of like the kitchen they were in and right. all their body parts are like on the counter. Right. And it's just shot so like nonchalantly. I found that really creepy because he'd obviously like mutilated. They were like cut. It's like a torso and shit. Yeah. It's um, just following this guy around murdering people and killing. But, him. But, but critics, but critics saying shit like, oh, what a scathing p- portrayal of political unrest in France. It's like, what? They tried to do that with fucking Serbian film, which we won't talk about the details of serbian film Ugh. you can look it up but they they you know they try Here, to re-engineer wait, all wait. this like don't even look up serbian film don't just reading what that movie was about like the synopsis fucked me up 
Uh, like and I I've never seen, seen the movie. I'll never and I'll never watch it. But they did the same thing with uh, uh was it Pasolini did Salo. He adapted the Marquis de Sade book, 120 Days of Sodom. And everyone was like, oh, what a brilliant takedown of, you know, the political fascism of Italy in the 70s. I'm like, what? It's a fucking it's just child porn. It's not right. a political indictment. Right. Don't church it up to make yourself feel smart. Yeah. It's 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 okay to say it's fucking garbage. Yeah. For sure. And I'm not saying Man Bites Dog was that way, but you know, there's movies like Kids, that Harmony Corinne film. And, Dude, I hated that movie too, man. I, uh, I saw that in the theater and when it was done, I was just like, I'll never watch the movie by this dude again. But then I watched Gummo, which Gummo. also made me feel shitty. Gummo also made me feel shitty, but I'll tell you the movie that I thought was like kind of a current masterpiece that's not going to be it's going to be like Taxi Driver. Like, no one's going to know it's a masterpiece for maybe Don't even years. say Spring Breakers. I was going to say Spring Breakers. I haven't watched it because I'm like done with it. You haven't guy. seen it? No. Okay. Check out Spring Breakers, dude. I can't Is it believe that's going to be like Martyrs. It. No, it's not like Martyrs. It's not, it's not like Martyrs at all. <laughs> I'll never probably pull the Martyrs trick on you again. Although it wasn't a trick, I thought you'd like it. I, I told you I rewatched Martyrs. It holds up okay. <laughs> no, it doesn't. By the it way. does. I rewatched it. Oh I rewatched it maybe that you know eight years later, and as a dad, so horrible. I'll tell you, I'm having a hard time with uh, James Franco in almost anything. I don't know why. I think he's great in almost everything. He, did you see the Deuce on HBO? No, I okay. tried to watch it. I watched a couple episodes. This is the this is the Rotten Tomatoes for Spring Breakers. Critics sixty seven, audience thirty eight. Yeah, I don't give a fuck about that. I do. Here's what everyone thinks is the, are the greatest movies ever. Avengers movies. So bye. Bye. I hated the Avenger movie. I hated yeah. the first two Avengers movies. Uh, the last two were actually good. Spring Breakers is a crowd pleaser. Although, given its confounding creepiness, the crowd it pleases most is surely the 40-year-old filmmaker's intellectual fan base. Yeah, it's from a movie it, for people who like cinema, for from sure. From its pointless script, sloppy acting, and dreadful direction, Spring Breakers is not nearly as profound as it pretends to be. The movie is too calculated to shock. Kareen just wants to be the danger he's warning us about. All right. I don't think I'm ever going to watch that, dude. Well, that's a shame, because you watch so much total bullshit, you can't even make some time for Spring Breakers. Well... Here's the thing, I and I watch bullshit. If that too, was though. like Liam Neeson hunting down somebody that kidnapped his daughter, and it had those ratings, I would probably watch it. Oh my god, the about Taken. I mean, I haven't watched that movie, but that, I would watch that before I would watch this. Here's the movie to see if you if the premise of guys hunting down his missing kid. Here's the movie to watch, Prisoner. I've watched Prisoner. Yeah, that's the one to watch. Jake Gyllenhaal, Hugh Jackman, Denis Villeneuve directed it uh we need to get out of this part anyway <laughs> i didn't I, I wasn't that crazy about that movie but dude yeah you here's you here's like, the movie here's here's you three, like house that's why you are, don't like these, these movies. are three movies to watch if you if you like john wick or anything in that genre nobody that's the other thing you watch john wick wrath much. of man and i just watched a new one that's on apple tv with mads mickelson called riders of justice Fantastic. i love mads mickelson fantastic movie it's a revenge movie, and he's great in it. One of the best revenge movies ever. I saw The Devil. Man, I haven't seen that. Uh, and I that is one movie I do want to watch. I keep trying to get my wife to watch it with me. And I she can't won't, believe you so haven't I'll just seen have to it. watch it. 
I can't believe you haven't seen it. It's it, it like, could it could be a movie I've seen and I've forgotten that I saw. I, I I've seen the poster so many times and I've almost watched it so many times. Uh, it looks fantastic, and and it, it it definitely could be a movie where I start watching and go, oh, I've seen this. But here's the Rotten Tomatoes on that: eighty one critics, eighty seven audience. So here's what I know about that movie: it's going to be fantastic. It just still sort of shocks me that you are so taken by and loyal to the rotten tomatoes algorithms well the only time they're wrong is sometimes they skew high sometimes there'll be a movie like black panther or the avengers where the reviews are higher than it what it is like i think black panther's like in the like around 90 90 something like that and it's about 78 78 is what it should be but let's look because now i'm curious as to how close i am because I just make shit up, you know. I feel like we've actually done this exact thing with this exact movie. We and probably have. And that's probably why it doesn't matter. All right, 96 critics, 79 audience, which tells me it's probably around 79, which I've seen it, and that's what it is. Way less than that. It's way shittier than that. But all right, we got to get off this because this no. is truly boring. Uh, here's an interesting thing that no. I'm experiencing. No, what? Black Panther, horrible. Completely, completely horrible. No, it's not. Wonder Woman, horrible. Black Panther was pretty pretty watchable. Pretty watchable. Mm. All well, right. We obviously disagree. Um, here's the interesting thing that's happening to me is the NBA playoffs are occurring, and I'm very excited about that. Very okay. excited about the NBA. Okay, okay. okay. Who's your do you have your team still is your team still in the hunt? No, I'm more of a more of a player oriented fan. I like a lot of different players and I root for them. But if I had to choose a team, it's the Dallas Mavericks because my boy Luca is the star of that team. Oh yeah, your boy Luca. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's the basically basically the second Larry Bird and he's oh just yeah, a superstar. Yeah. Oh yeah. But here's what keeps happening to me. So I watched the playoffs last night with a couple of buddies. Mm-hmm. A friend of mine went camping with a, an old Birmingham friend who I haven't seen in ten years. And that person's like, oh, this person was asking about you. And I was telling him, man, it's, you know, believe it or not, Clint's really into camping and really into the NBA. And this old mutual friend of ours was just completely just shocked and went on and on about it. Can't believe it. Well, universe is this, you know, and it's what's the weird thing I'm experiencing is my idea of myself isn't someone that you would be that shocked to learn that I started watching the NBA. Like I wasn't anti-NBA I just really wasn't as interested in sports because I was always on tour and I was, you know, I'm an artist and a creator. And those, you know, when you're younger, you just put all your energy into that. But I'm having these people react to me liking basketball for the second year in a row. That's making me really think that I don't understand how I presented myself. I can can tell you how you're presenting yourself. Somebody who doesn't give a fuck about sports period but there's a difference between that and someone who just like hates it like i didn't care about it so much that i never even talked about it and if people were watching sports around me i wasn't like oh turn it off i can't stand it well yeah if someone's watching it on the bus i don't give a shit i'll just go in my bunk or go for a walk or something exactly like what i said which is don't care you you portrayed yourself as a dude who didn't give a fuck about sports period yeah right so not not enough not yeah you didn't have a thing against sports you just didn't care uh, guess what I'm into? Clamping. You've heard of glamping, right? Glamorous camping. Mm-hmm. I do cl- a bit of it myself. I'm into clamping. You know what that is? <sighs> I'm just going to start guessing. You ready? Yeah. Is clamping where you, uh, clamp a, 
that tool just, that people I'll have just, in their garage. I'll just, I'll just tell no, you what I'd, it is. I'd like to keep I'll guessing. tell you what it is. Because you're really going like to guess, guess it. Here's what clamping is. Clamping is when you go and you open up a bag of chips, but you don't finish the bag of chips, and then you put a clamp on it, uh-huh. and then you put it back in your... Fr- Dude, I've got so many items clamped in my fucking pantry. People come over to my house and they're like, oh, you're a clamper. And I'm like, dude, all I do is clamp. You want to know a pretty interesting little secret to not eating a bunch of bullshit that hold really on, works? Hold, please hold on. Let me re-sew my ear back on. Okay, it's sewn back on. Give it to me. Just don't buy that shit. We never buy potato chips. They're just never here. And I'm too lazy. I Do I want the potato chips? Yes. When I'm on a tour bus and there's potato chips with ranch, a jar of ranch dressing, will I eat that whole thing? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But I don't do it at the house because we just simply don't buy it. Guess what's here in my house? A bunch of that shit's all clamped and I'm not eating any of it because I've got a kid who likes to eat bullshit. And I've got a wife who likes to eat bullshit and I've got the old me that likes to eat bullshit. But the new me, I'll just look at that clamped shit and I'll be like, you can't fuck with me, you clamped piece of shit. And then I eat a nut or a piece of hamburger and or some other assorted. Are you still, are you still drinking chicken broth? <laughs> <laughs> or I'll make myself a hot cup of chicken broth. Dude, I haven't had one in a while, but man, now that you've reminded me, I need to start fucking having some chicken broth. Oh, cup. man. Dude, a cup of chicken broth? Dude, that will fucking soothe. But the you're tiger. also doing you're also doing this thing too, where you're doing keto. So you like you're making like hamburger meat with like eggs on it and shit. Dude, I, I put a this is my this is my go to meal. I got these pre made hamburgers that are cooked <laughs> in the fri- in the freezer that I get from H E B. Microwave for two minutes. While that's microwaving, I cook up two fried eggs in my pan. Bing, take it out of the microwave. Put the two over easy eggs on top and eat that. And boy, that satisfies the hunger. You know, it's so annoying about this thing. Cause you and I are always in a flux of a conversation about health, you know, we yeah. just always are. And it's not really health. It's just our vanity and in, in our bodies. Well, I'll put that in the health column, but yeah, sure. Okay. We can, we can, <laughs> we can. Dude, if, somebody, if, somebody said, if somebody said to you, if, all right, I'll just say, if somebody said to me, look, you're going to not feel good. You're going to probably live 10 years less, but you will be rail thin for the rest of your life. I'll go, I'll, I'll take that one. I'll take it. I wouldn't do that. I would. Because you I'd take can, it. I'd take it right now. Because you can be thin without that. You can be thin and live longer and feel good. But here's the deal. We're talking about this. <laughs> your hamburger with eggs made me think of it. And it's just, why are people like this? So like anytime on my journeys, my 10 to 15 year journey of like, Dieting, heavy exercising, juicing, all the things that we're all just trying to figure out. It's just an open invitation to people to just start giving you advice that you did not ask for. Like, I know we're going to get emails that are like, Bob, you really shouldn't be eating hamburger with eggs Right for the cholesterol. You know, like we're just going to get like this happened recently. My my sister-in-law, who I love, she owns a gym. She's like her whole world is fitness and nutrition. Right. And I was just sort of casually talking about kind of haven't been on the elliptical recently and calories and it just turned into like, it just turned into lesson time and like advice time. And I'm like, oh, it's tough because it's good advice. I just, 
you got to be willing to receive advice. That's the only way advice works. Right. Don't you think? Like, do you find in your travels through health and diet that people just, it's just an unsolicited advice lane where people are like, oh, hmm. Well, you know. I do feel like people, I know I'm like a dog in that I want to, I want you to like me and I want to be of service. And so if I have an answer to something, I want to, I want to tell you the answer so that you'll give me a doggy bone. But what it is, is I'm trying to tell you an answer that you, if you don't want the answer, I'm not getting a doggy bone. And that's the problem is that how many times does somebody actually ask you for something and you're very rarely nobody's coming up to me and going, Hey Bob, I know you're in your late thirties, but can you tell me everything that you know? And I'll be like, sure. No, they're like coming up to me and going, Hey, what's up? And here's what they're hoping to hear from me. Oh, not much period. That's what they want. But here's what I'm giving them. Oh, let me tell you everything I know right now. And forever. uh yeah, I just think uh, I'm a person that's really willing to seek out advice from someone who isn't who knows what they're talking about if I really need help. I just if I need help, I'll just ask for help. If I'm just making chit chat, I expect the people I'm talking to know the difference. Right. I'll give you two examples. Number one, very famous drummer in town, but he's also very curmudgeon and it's a mystery to me because it's almost like the bigger asshole he is, the more people think that oh, he must really be great because he's such a dick. Because Nashville's so fear-driven. Instead of right. like me, which I feel like my third eye's been squeegeed. And I'm going, he's a dickhead. He's good at drums. Who gives a shit? Yeah. So anyway, I'm doing a session with this guy and we're all at lunch. And I and this guy makes a big deal about the fact that he's vegan. Oh, no animals will be ingested by this man. No. It's a big part of his identity. Okay. So we're all at lunch and we're yeah. all ordering, right? And you know, vegans and vegetarians have to make different kinds of accommodations in a restaurant. It can be challenging for them to make sure that whatever restaurant we're all going to have options for them. So me making conversation, I go, so how long you been a vegan? And like, what's your, do you do a lot of cooking at home? And is this something that like you, you know, do you have any cool recipes? I was like, my wife and I don't eat meat all the time. And him very annoyed to me goes, dude, I eat a lot of bean burritos. He's like, just because I'm a vegan doesn't mean like I'm an expert on vegan like cooking and stuff. Annoyed. And here's my response. Do you think I really give a shit about what you cook at home, you motherfucker? That was in your head. What was what came out of your mouth? What came out of my mouth was like, oh, sorry, dude. I mean, I was just trying to make conversation. <laughs> but I'm like, do you really think I care about what you cook in your fucking house, you fuck? I'm making chit chat. Dude, what if everybody, what if it was, what if the world was liar, liar, where everybody had to say exactly what was on their mind? Shit would fucking get real. Or the the invention of lying. Yeah. And then it it would get so real for a minute and then it would be so nice. I don't know. It might be nice, but it might not work. I mean, it's just like the world, the world is lubricated by white lies and chit chat. And, no, uh, it, you know, dude, it would work so good because there would be like crime. There'd be no crime if you couldn't lie and you had to confess no crime. Crime stops immediately. Well, uh, the second example that happened recently is a friend of mine has a new girlfriend and 
we all went on this big camping trip and she was a little nervous because it's her and 10 people she doesn't know. We've all been friends for like 15 years. And so I'm sitting by her at the fire and I'm like going out of my way. Tell me about your job. Tell me about, about this and that. And she's being cool and telling me in the intermediate pauses, guess how many questions she asked me about me? Zero. Zero. And I was thinking to myself when that whole, and then like if I wasn't throwing coal on the fire of that combo, nothing was happening. And I'm just thinking, do you think I really care about your fucking job? Give me one guess if she was hot or not. Okay. She was hot. No. She wasn't hot. No. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I mean, she, you know, she was pretty and, and nice, but I wasn't attracted to her. I don't, I don't I'm not super comfortable with all those because it's my friend's girlfriend a lot, but wait, you I, can, I, you can, you can say if somebody's attractive or not. Yeah. That's different than like hot. That feels, I feel like I'm too old for those kinds of designations for my friends, partners. Dude, she was like, hot, bro. Was she hot? Here's what it sounds like. Here's what's not like. I was on the verge of coming. Like, hold on, hold on, dude. Zip. Shooby dooby dooby doo. Shooby dooby dooby doo. Was she hot? Shooby dooby doo. That's me masturbating, by the way. Shooby dooby 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 dooby. Was she hot? Hey, Cliff. Was she hot? Shooby dooby 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 dooby. Shooby dooby doo. Was she hot, dude? Shooby doo. Was she hot? Shoob doob done hey Zip. speaking of that speaking of that we'll wrap up with this little story because i'm interested what your thoughts are How about i'm okay you're okay now turning into a graphic triple x rated show of who's that dude savage adam savage the gay sex guy he has that podcast called savage talk or something Dude, we just eclipsed it we just we just took over the game we took over the game dude every week we take over the game the podcast game somebody else is like the king of like a certain area of the podcast landscape and we've taken over we've taken it over is what i'm saying okay done so dave ellison original bass player for megadeth longtime bass player the it's just him and dave mustaine who's the main guy of megadeth yeah so it came out about a week ago that dave ellison's been uh i guess these videos surfaced of him in a facetime call masturbating and this chick is like 19 now, but I guess there's this idea that they've been sort of having a thing since she was 17, which would make her underage, blah, blah, blah. And he's married, so it's blah, blah, blah. So this video gets leaked by her friends who think they're trying to help her, and they're calling him a pedophile. And it just came out yesterday that he got fired from Megadeth because of the whole... And then the chick who he's masturbating to or with came out and said... This was 100% consensual. We're in a relationship. I don't need help. You know, I know what I'm doing. You guys are destroying his career. Everyone needs to stop speaking for me. And he got fired from the band famously a few days ago. Everyone's well, maybe he didn't start masturbating on FaceTime with her until she turned 18. Maybe that was her 18th birthday present was his first <laughs> load on FaceTime. It's just such a weird time where someone's personal life can just be on trial, like public trial you know, and it's obviously bleeding into conversations about like, is that cancel culture? Is it not cancel culture? 
does he have the right to be fired? It's like people weighing Dave, in on infidelity. Right, this is all I know. Dave Mustaine sounds like a total dick. I don't know the guy, but everything I've ever read about him or heard about him, all the interviews I've seen, he seems like a complete dick. Yeah. And the fact that he's been playing with this guy forever, he was just looking for any excuse to fire him. That's what it seems so, like. Okay. Here comes a great excuse to fire yeah. this guy. Yeah. Done. I mean, I feel, I, I don't, I don't feel bad for anybody period in this story <laughs> you don't feel I bad don't. about the you don't feel bad about the dude that got fired i don't care first of all a he's a bass player b he's a megadeth <laughs> c he's masturbating <laughs> on facetime with a girl he's he's probably my he's probably in his late 30s like me yeah he's and, he's, a, he's your age yeah and uh he's married and he's masturbating on screen with a with a very very young woman uh, it doesn't matter if it's legal or not. It's gross. Yeah, and, I agree. And fuck, fuck all of those people. That's yeah. all I'm saying. I agree. I and agree. I don't know any of them. And uh, my apologies to anybody who does know them, who loves them, because <laughs> I, I just don't care. I'm not. When I say fuck all those people, I don't mean like. I mean any ill will towards them. I just don't care about any any of the characters in that story. Well, here here's what we do care about: the characters in our story, which is called "I'm okay, you're okay, I'm not okay, you're not okay." for babies and because you guys all are babies and we're your thanks daddy so leave us a positive reviews listen to our other podcasts join us patreon p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash i-o-k we're gonna kick it to the secret weekly now and we'll see you on the flippity floppity bye bye